Hi, this is Nick Maddock, CEO of Maddock Hop Farms, and you are listening to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. Definitely made a point to go down there whenever I could and kind of connect with other artists and just soak in the vibes out there. I think it's really an amazing place because a lot of people are coming together around common creative interests. And so it's really interesting to kind of see how everyone really hustles and then also like helps each other out and tries to support each other. And now a word from our sponsor, High Rise Capital. High Rise Capital is a boutique commercial real estate investment firm that helps high income professionals, high net worth individuals and family offices obtain above average returns with reduced volatility and tax efficiency from high quality commercial real estate investments. High Rise Capital helps clients achieve meaningful investment returns, generate multiple streams of income, and participate in investments that enhance lives and provide a tangible societal benefit. To learn more about High Rise Capital, please visit their website and download their free ebook, More Doors, More Profits, both of which you can find in the show notes. Thank you. Hey guys, hi grandma, this is Adam Carswell and welcome to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. On Dream Chasers, we bring next level talent to the light. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to the interview. Hello and welcome back to Dream Chasers. My name is Adam Carswell and I am joined today by Serveen Singh, aspiring musician, artist, someone who I would definitely say is crushing it on all cylinders. We met, man, Serene, what, maybe it's close to three years ago now, but at least two years ago when I was living in San Francisco, oh, yeah. you were out there doing your thing. Mm-hmm. And she's been on Dream Chasers before, guys. I want to say somewhere between episode 70 and 90. We'll get a link to it in the show notes. But anyway, Serene, really, really happy to have you uh, back on the show and catch up with you and just kind of learn about, again, this musical adventure that you're on it's been fun to watch you grow uh, through instagram and yeah i'll just shut up now and see if you have anything to kind of fill in the blanks there yeah no thank you for for having me yeah we had an awesome chat last time i'm excited to actually check that out and go into the past and see where i was at then and and look at where i've come now but yeah a lot of crazy changes over the the last year with covid right and i guess we get some more context here as well you were introduced to me through our mutual friend, uh, Zach McMurray. And, you know, Zach's out there. He's still, I believe he's still in, in the Bay, just doing Zach-like things, hustling hard. Always. (laughs) Always get updates from him. And you've definitely been a valuable connection. And so last time we had you on the show, we were talking about you were driving down from San Francisco to LA to perform for some concert. I can't remember, but it's funny because you were like, you were in the car. <laughs> I remember you were in the car. And yes. now everything's coming full circle. I'll, I'll let you kind of explain what I mean by everything's coming full circle in reference to LA. Yeah, I definitely made a point to go down there whenever I could and kind of connect with other artists and just soak in the vibes out there. I think it's really an amazing place because a lot of people are coming together around common creative interests. And so it's really interesting to kind of see how everyone really hustles and then also like helps each other out and tries to support each other all the time. So I really like that energy out there. But 
Yeah, basically, I think with COVID, people are going after like what they've always wanted to do and finding those opportunities to make that move, you know, or, or change that aspect of their life uh, for the better. But yeah, in my situation, you know, work at a big tech company and had the opportunity to work remotely uh, permanently. And so I chose Los Angeles as the destination. So yeah, still, I still have some time before I need to head out there. I'm in Houston in the interim at home with my family. Grew up, you know, born and raised in Houston. I really love it here. I also have a big music community here. So yeah, just trying to do all the things in all the cities that I love. Yeah. And speaking of, so Houston, and that's right. I almost forgot to mention that she's coming to us live today, guys, from Houston, her hometown. And uh, something that really blew my mind recently was, so Clubhouse is an app that's kind of, you know, sweeping the nation. If you haven't heard of Clubhouse yet, go ahead and shoot us a message here at Dream Chasers. We'll get you an invite to use the app. But basically it's this audio only format where you can enter into rooms and groups and just exchange thoughts, ideas, and, and music real time with people from all around the world. And Servine invited me to some kind of like Houston music collaboration. Like anything I had been to on Clubhouse at this point was all like just speaking and audio only. And then her thing was like, uh, I don't, you're gonna have to help me explain it, but just like a bunch of musicians and DJs playing music live while everyone's kind of in here in this like virtual audience format. And for a little bit, I heard, yes. you know, for me, I heard you hop on the mic a few times, they say, spit a few bars. Mm-hmm. Or something. <laughs> so yes. Um, well, yes. Tell, what, what was that? What was that? <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, so that was the, the Houston lives benefit concert put on by one of my close friends and collaborators, Leelon, along with a team of awesome folks, as well as the founder of the Tech Talks Room. That's a very popular uh, room uh, club on Clubhouse. And yeah, we were just aiming to raise funds for the people that had uh, suffered from uh, the Arctic temperatures and snow that had come through basically all of Texas. And so we had, uh, yeah, the, the donate link set up and we wanted to raise funds for that cause. And so we brought together a bunch of amazing artists as well. Uh, many of them were from Houston and just crazy amounts of talent. But it's cool with Clubhouse because people kind of stay in these rooms for like hours on end. So you can kind of always just ongoing have things going on. And, you know, whenever someone tunes in, you know, they'll get to catch whatever they caught and, you know, follow that person and uh, that kind of thing. And then, you know, more people will leave and more people come in. So um, it was really cool to see. I think it ended up being honestly like five hours or more. But yeah, that was, we ended up raising, I think, uh, $50,000 because we also got a match from the former CEO of T-Mobile, John Legere. So he had heard in another room, Lelon talking about wanting to do this kind of benefit concert on Clubhouse. And so then he said he, he would help us out. So that was super exciting too. So I think with that match, we were able to get to that, uh, 50K. And yeah, all the funds went to Bread of Life, which is a, charity in Houston uh, that provides food uh, to underserved communities. And so we had the folks who founded that organization also talk with us, which was really cool. Yeah. Bread of life. That's they're with uh, like Beyonce or something like that, right? Yeah. There's some connection there. That's just one of funds and and places that she works uh, really closely with. Of course, she has her own organizations as well. But basically, this pastor founded Bread of Life, Pastor Rudy Rasmus. That's who was with us during the conversation. And he was the pastor at her home church. So they're kind of connected through church initially and then into this nonprofit called Bread of Life. Got it. Got it. All right. Well, 
let's shift gears a little bit here. We we got to get up to speed on on your musical journey for our listeners who aren't familiar with your work. Kind of walk us through, you know, what genre you're focused on. Really, what have you what have you been working on? Let's like let's hear it. Just lay it on us. Yes. So yeah, this has been an interesting year musically because. I've gotten a lot of opportunities, surprisingly, through kind of the environment that we were in in terms of the more virtual environment. So basically at work, got to start organizing a virtual music festival that we ended up doing every month ever since COVID hit last April, all throughout the year. So we hit 10 episodes throughout the year. And we featured 10 different employees each time. And I, I, so I kind of, you know, put myself in the lineup a few times and got a few chances to perform as well. So that was a really good, (laughs) exactly, exactly. And it's a great forcing function for me, you know, to kind of get uh, a set together, practice some songs, you know, like really focus on a performance, you know, and putting it together in a good way, get some, it forced me to kind of get my lighting situation better, like figure out cameras and get some good tripods, like all the equipment that I've always wanted, but just never made time to to kind of create. So that's been really cool. The other thing on that note that I was able to spin up during COVID was like an in-home recording studio set up. So I got a really good mic. Yeah, just like figuring out how to like set all of that up. So I'm just glad that it worked out. I always feel like Oh, you know, it's going to be like, you know, only an engineer or something can like figure all that out. But, you know, just taking those baby steps, like taking the time to learn, like asking questions, you know, Google has all the answers. So just trying to be self-sufficient with it. So, yeah, just between like, again, setting all of that up, having these this music festival go on, like just been really exercising my performance muscle there. And then in terms of creating music, you know, again, having the studio has helped a ton been linking up with a bunch of different new producers. So my friend Todd Green, he's from Florida. He's got this friend, Eric Murdoch. And so they they have a, him and his brother have a producing group called Murdoch did that, MDT. They made me some custom beats a long time ago. And I just, you know, needed to find the time to kind of create against them. And so, yeah, having the studio, you know, we're able to send stuff back and forth, be on calls together and kind of make progress on that. So that's been really exciting. So one of those tracks will definitely come out soon. I'm hoping in the next month or two. But I was able to put out a new single this past November. And that was my first new song from after my 2018 EP. You know, because after I dropped the EP basically for a year or so, I was doing various shows around LA and SF, um, just promoting my album and just kind of experiencing, you know, what it's like to release original music and the response that I got, you know, from my friends and family. And, you know, people understanding that I was really taking this seriously and that I'm, you know, I am able to do this like on my own. So really proud of that. And so, yeah, it took a while to kind of, again, promote and do those shows. Then I think I kind of probably took a breather and then, you know, seeking out more pr- production and beats and collaborators up until this past November where I was able to release that that latest single. So that one's called You're Not Worth My Time. Um, and there's a few <laughs> cool blog blog articles about it, too. So we'll make sure to link to those. Um, you can read more about that song. but. Yeah, that's what's been going on. You know, musician life, it's like firing on all cylinders. <laughs> I love it. When did uh, that last single drop? Because I do, I do remember listening to it. Especially yeah. once you said the title. When was that? Yeah, You're Not Worth My Time. That one came out in November. So it's okay. been a few months. It hit yeah. 5,000 uh, streams on Spotify. So really proud yeah. of that. Made it on a few, few uh, playlists. And yeah, now I'm just kind of always, again, working on promotion, figuring out Facebook ads, all that good stuff and uh, playlist promotion as well. So just learning and growing. Yeah, it's such a... There's so many terms and, and, I don't know, musical phrases that you 
throughout there just now make me realize just how, uh, you know, from again, from a consumer standpoint, you just think, go record the song, put it out there, you know, but it sounds like there's just a ton of moving pieces that need to be managed to really get to that next level. So what was the the phrase you just used? Something about playlists right there? Oh, yeah. Playlist promotion. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. So just basically, you know, there's a lot of ways to get your song heard. And and one of the biggest avenues is getting on playlists that have a lot of followers. Mm. And, you know, there's playlists, playlisters, curators, right, that are curating a certain kind of genre or vibe for that playlist. And so if your song fits that vibe, you know, they can definitely add you and if they, you know, like your song enough. So it's cool because, you know, your song finds a home around other songs that are kind of similar. And even for the artists, it's actually a cool way to meet other artists because you end up being on this playlist with other people that you like their sound, you know? So yeah, that's, that's definitely one big avenue. And then the other thing I've been exploring is, is Facebook ads, you know, targeting people that sound like artists that I'm similar to and, you know, building that loyalty as well. So if someone comments on it, you know, just having that one-on-one connection with any new fans and then kind of figuring out how to stay in touch with them, you know, like email marketing and that kind of thing. So that's kind of the funnel that I want to build. Okay. Use uh, email funnel? Yeah, basically from social media into um, email so that I can kind of keep in touch with those folks. They can see all my latest announcements because, you know, the algorithms are a bit hard to trust. I don't right. know that everyone's going to see all my important announcements. Yeah, that's such a... like I, I don't, I'm happy you say that because I think regardless of what industry you're in right now, so many people underestimate the value and power of having an organized email list or just having an email list in general. I think it's probably the, yes. one of the best ways to stay plugged in with your community. Personally, you know, I found um, re- recently actually Facebook groups have been pretty, pretty powerful as well. But um, email list, you can. Oh, which groups? Uh, Facebook groups. Yes, totally. Yeah, especially once you have that community that are particularly engaged, and then throwing them into a group is definitely another awesome way to kind of keep the discussion going. Okay, so. I got definitely got two more questions here. First one is, um, yeah. you were kind of talking about like what you're working on now, but as far as your like your next song like release or maybe performance, like something tied to music that's around the corner for you that you're really looking forward to, like what would that one thing be right now? Yeah, I think for me, definitely a couple things. One is just new music, right? Just kind of dropping these singles that. You know, I'm making like closer to real time. So before I think it took me a long time to between even writing a song all the way into releasing, because again, there is really so much that goes into it from the mixing, getting the production right, you know, switching things around, kind of sitting on it, adding more pieces, harmonies, layers, then getting into the creative aspect, right? Album art, uh, music video. And then into the promotion. There's a lot of pre-promotion that needs to happen with music too. You don't, you don't want to release the song and not have your ducks in a row promotion wise in advance because people kind of want that latest hot track. So it's a very long kind of lead time again, between finishing the song and even getting it out. So I'm trying to compress that a bit and just move a bit faster, kind of trust my gut, my instinct. Now I've got more of the tools and equipment to move faster. So yeah, this, this new song that I've been working on with the Murdoch did that out of Florida for my friend Todd um, I'm hoping that that can come out in the next month or two. So that's something to look out for. There you go. And then the other thing is 
just continuing to do covers on my Instagram. I'm really proud of those. I that's another thing where whatever song I'm really feeling deeply in the moment, I just try to sit down and record it. There's been so much amazing music released lately. You know, I'm loyal to the artists that I love. Brandy, Ariana Grande. Honestly, like I'm just kind of super fans of like a few artists, and then I just I'm trying to remember you like uh, you like Gwen Stefani, right? Yes, and no doubt Gwen Stefani. Yeah, in fact, she just put out two brand new songs after a really long time uh, that aren't you know like country songs with Blake, and they're really good. So I'm gonna do a mashup of those. So that's gonna come out soon. And I've got a cover of Alicia Keys, Girl on Fire, that I did for Women's History Month for that music festival I talked about that I'm going to okay. release soon as well. So keep an eye out for that. So yeah, love the fun covers. And, you know, I get to do uh, my lighting and my fashion in some of those too. <laughs> nice. Okay. So for our listeners, what's the best way for them to stay plugged in, in like with what you're working on? It would be Instagram, get on your email list, you get a website. Like what's your preference? Yeah, I just uh, also spun up a, a website that has a great digest of everything I just talked about. So, uh, servinesingmusic.com. It's got the links to, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, where you can listen to my latest music. And then it's also got my music videos embedded in there, as well as a cool interview and com- like commercial that I did with Canva, digital ads that oh, I did with nice. Canva. And um, that's a really came out at the start of quarantine as well, actually. So a lot of crazy things kind of happened Wait, so you, um, over the last year. You collaborated with Canva or you used their stuff to make of it? What, like, what was it? Yeah. No, I collaborated with the company Canva. They're based out nice. of Australia. And nice. they, yeah, they kind of just wanted some case studies of people using their products in different ways, you know, different industries and verticals. So I'm kind of obviously in the music vertical. They hadn't quite tapped into that kind of story. So they had a videographer come out to San Francisco and we did the whole thing. And the ads ended up getting like 50,000 views from yeah. what I saw, maybe <laughs> even more than that. So that was really cool and got some, a few new fans that way as well. I feel like, well, how long ago was that? How long ago was the Canva thing? So the Canva ad would have come out like January of 2020 is kind of what it feels oh, okay. like or, or December of 2019. Yeah. So kind of before, right before COVID. Is there any way to like, uh, to like repurpose that and rehighlight it? Cause I feel like getting a, some FaceTime with Canva is like, that, that's, that's, that's credibility right there. <laughs> like, yeah. Can you, can you like rehype sure. it? Be like, Hey, I did this a year ago. Yeah, I I should do more stuff like that. I've been thinking about that kind of thing. My friends tell me that as well. Because I kind of post it once or twice during that week. And then I feel like, okay, that was a moment. And now we're on to the next thing. But yeah, I really need to take advantage of that throwback Thursday for sure. There you go. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Especially like, there's no better time to be doing throwback stuff than this whole like COVID period. It's like what everyone's doing. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Kind of pre-COVID like memories. Totally. Yeah, I want to see it. All right, cool. Well, I think I did see it, but I want to see it. See, I, I forgot. I'm pretty sure I saw it, but I want to see it again. So yeah. if, if you, know you, you put it out there, at least you know you got one person <laughs> that wants to see it again, right? Who's going to watch it. Totally. <laughs> yeah. And it's on my it's on my website, too. I've got the Canva video, my right. music video. I also have that. a cool like li- live music reel. Put together a live music reel because a lot of shows and venues kind of want to see what you're like performing live. And so that's also on my website. They're they're all on YouTube and then embedded on my website, but you can see my live reel and get a sense of what it's like to be at my shows. Nice. Nice. Yeah, well, hey, we're gonna put it in the show notes, gonna check it out. Servine Sing Music.com. To go ahead and close this one out, there's something that you mentioned 
before our call that I thought was pretty fascinating. And, you know, I'm sure for the for the concert lovers out there, even even myself, you know, hearing something like this is kind of like, man, nothing will ever beat the real thing. But I do think it's cool that you know you've had some experience with virtual concerts. Could you kind of just tell us, like, like, did you say have you been to one yet? You put on like the Oculus headset and you're there. Like, do you have any insight there? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the show kind of environment has been really interesting. It's been interesting seeing like what other of my peers and fellow artists have been doing. And yeah, there's a few things that have been happening. I mean, one is just people going live, right? And kind of sharing their process more. And then also doing people putting together like multiple artists and shows into a live stream. I've seen venues go live from their Instagram, right? And then they're bringing artists on and then they're linking to people's Venmo. Um, so that the artists can kind of get some tips along the way as they're performing. But then, you know, doing it through the venues, Instagram, there's more of the audience as well. So that's a really cool partnership that I've been seeing. And then Twitch, of course, I haven't gotten too much into that. I want to explore that more. I know that that's a really good tool, not only for gamers, right, but for musicians as well. And then, yeah, if you kind of Google Oculus and what they've been doing, they they do have some live concerts as well. I'm seeing that there's one with Imagine Dragons, and it feels like you're kind of in front row. It's called, I think, Oculus Venues is another one to look into. But yeah, you know, again, beyond gaming, the next big thing, I think, opportunity for virtual is definitely music, so uh, virtual reality. So yeah, I think that stuff is on the rise, but especially with the Oculus stuff, you definitely have to, you got to take uh, initiative to kind of try that, some of that stuff out, you know, get the headset and try it out, you know, maybe talk to your gamer friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. The headset probably would be a, be a pretty important piece, but um, definitely something I've considered, something I've looked at. I know a few people with it, they say it's a pretty cool experience. Um, obviously, you know, it's new technology, so there's a little bit of skepticism to it, but I think it's, you know, it's the direction the world's heading and, it's worth checking yes. out. <laughs> it's worth checking out. Yes, totally. And I think it's one of those things you really got to try it to, to see, you know, to understand it. I think for all of us, right, virtual reality, we're just starting to get more comfortable with it. And uh, yeah, kind of see the possibilities that it has. I see here that 2 Chains has been tapped as the next performer for Tidal and Oculus as a virtual reality concert series. Oh, wow. And that's supposed to be starting like this month, actually. So yeah. That might be something to, to Google and check out. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, uh, that's interesting that titles getting in there. Because yes. I know they, they, they tried to kind of break through Spotify and Apple Music. And from what I can see, didn't really seem to grab the market share they were hoping for. But if they're tapping into the virtual concerts, then that's an innovative move potentially right there. Yes, completely. Well, cool. There you go. Learn something new there. So, yeah, guys, go ahead and <laughs> do a little... Search on uh, Opulus or Title. I, I had no idea all this. Was, I mean, I kind of like figured this was going on, but I didn't actually know it was going on. So, thank you, sir. Being, yeah. Uh, we'll go ahead and go ahead and wind it down now. But I guess you know, before we do, is there you know, anything kind of running through your head? Again, I know you're looking forward to this big move to LA. Might not be for a few months, but it sounds like that's going to be a really, uh, from a, especially from a networking and just connections perspective, a big move for you on your journey. Any like yeah, any parting words or advice or comments? Yeah, I think I mean just what's been running through my mind for a while now, right? Is that life is short, right? We've got to take advantage of our blessings, you know. And I think this period, this year, has been very 
intense and deep for all of us reflecting on again what our passions are what we want to do and accelerating some of those moves you know people are getting married right getting engaged uh, making that move to that city that they've always wanted to be in I think physical boundaries you know don't separate us anymore you know we've got companies that are hiring workers from whatever city and you know letting them stay there right they don't need to move to San Francisco or New York uh, or Austin you know to to work at that company so I think it's really interesting the diversity uh, and more inclusivity that we'll get from that as well. So yeah, just really excited for all of us to kind of make those moves towards what we really want to do um, and not kind of be held back. And so saying to all your listeners, you know, just uh, to kind of have that confidence to make, make that next step. Um, and you know, that that's what's happening for me with LA. I'm definitely a bit nervous, but I know in my heart of hearts, that's what I want to do. And I've got to at least see it through and, you know, nothing's permanent. You know, we, we all have control over our lives and can, can make changes, you know, whenever we want. So yeah, yeah. Just enjoying Isn't, that freedom. You're right. Great. Thank you. Very well said. I can't remember the exact quote, but it's something like at the end of the, at the end of the day, you're not a tree. You can get up and you can move. <laughs> so yes. And, and that's, that's the journey that, that you're on. And, you know, as I mentioned, uh, looks you know, I, I don't think we've actually mentioned this on Dream Chasers yet, but we'll go ahead and leak a little teaser. But uh, just say Texas. We won't be specific on the city, but Texas is looking like it's on the horizon for myself and my fiance. <laughs> there you go. Maybe maybe we'll cross paths before you take off on your on your next. Oh, <laughs> I would love that. Yes, I'm always trying to show off Houston to people. I'm like, this place is amazing. It's funny. <laughs> people tours. You might laugh at me, but for whatever reason, when I first think of Houston, I always think of Whataburger. Yeah, no, that's a good thing to think of. And that's, <laughs> I love that, Whataburger. The spicy yes. ketchup. Yes, yes, <laughs> totally. And their burgers, I think they're like made to order and all that. I like the little mushroom Swiss. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, there we go. That's uh, we'll we'll put it down now. If we cross paths in Houston, that's definitely where we need to go. So. One hundred percent. Servine, always a pleasure. Um, I know you got to get going, so we'll, we'll call it here. But I'm really looking forward to, uh, yeah, just watching you on your journey. And guys, remember, you, you can go to servinesingmusic.com and check out all of her stuff, everything she's working on. Help me uh, re-inspire her to post that Canva thing back up. We'll get a throwback Thursday going. Um, and yeah, Servine, thank you again for for coming on the show. Yes, for sure. Thanks for chatting. It's always um, a pleasure. I appreciate you. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning into Dream Chasers Interviews with the Future. We will catch you in the next episode. Remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level. Thank you once again for investing your most valuable resource with us here today your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, please drop a five-star rating and a review below. Take a screenshot of it and send it over to nextlevel at carswell.io. We have a present for you. We really appreciate you guys leaving those reviews because it really helps with the overall SEO and visibility of the show and allows us to continue to bring on high-quality guests. So once again, thank you and remember, take it to the next level.